radio is scripted now. We just come up with it. We don't use computers. We don't rehearse. We're going to talk about this next. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about the Bulls. And then we're going to have Brad Bixon. And then we're going to have all this. No. No. If you don't know what you're going to talk about in the top of your head before a show, you shouldn't be in the business. I don't know what you got. I feel like Vince Vaughn in, in a couple's retreat. The sharks are circling. Old school, baby. You're listening to the Mike North Advantage, and it begins right now. That's right. The Mike North Advantage starts right now. I am Aldo Gandia, and there he is, dancing away. It is Mike North. How are you, my friend? I feel great, Aldo. It's great to, uh, of course, breathe every single day of the air. Uh, I talked the dog out. It's beautiful out, but we're going to be hit with some snow. Not as bad as we thought, but you know what? Uh, Having fun. We're going to talk some football today. Uh, as you know, uh, I signed on for this. Eldo, uh, unbeknownst to him, didn't see, think he'd see me every week for the, for the rest of the days. But it seems like the last two weeks, I said, whenever something big happens, whenever something big happens, Mike, then we'll have you on. Boom. Well, two weeks in a row. And by the way, congratulations to our buddy Q on yeah. the Bengals, who's been taking ribbons from us. Uh, from for the last two years when they won two games and then they won four games. And now with uh, the man with ice water in his veins, uh, a man that uh, when I walked on the street, I'm mistaken for it, quite frankly, Joe Burrow, uh, getting the job done. So God bless him and God bless Q. Yeah, we've got a lot to cover today, including yep. the breaking news that is coming out uh, from the Tom Brady camp. Tom Brady has made it official. He is going to retire from the National Football League and playing football. This is a portion of his statement. He writes, this is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention tom brady what do you think about that retirement announcement by tom brady and what kind of a void is he going to leave in the nfl he's a wuss come on no. come on you're irish step up no no i feel bad for the kids because i guarantee you look look I love it. Uh, he may be back, uh, not next year, but the year after, to come back as a 46-year-old. Because mm -hmm. I've heard the uh, uh, the stuff before about family. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It was from Michael, Ryan Sandberg. I mean, if he came back again and and, and, and did it, would it be as big as George Foreman, for instance? Mm -hmm. you know, George Foreman came back when he was like 100 going, I'll kick your ass, the old whippersnapper. And he did. Yeah. So, uh no, I'm happy for him. Uh, I was kidding, of course. You know how much I respect Tom Brady. Yeah, Everybody does. He mm -hmm. went from, uh, uh, with New England, the cheater, to now beloved mm -hmm. around the world and the country. My wife is pissed. Really? Uh, she's not happy that, well, I mean, if he walked in today and said, I'll have B back by 8 tonight, I, what could I do? You know? <laughs> What was the name of that movie with Robert Redford? Oh, uh, anymore? Yeah, indecent proposal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> uh, well, my favorite, my favorite uh, 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 was when I was walking the dog with B, and I go, B, everything's gone well. Mm -hmm. Things are all good. 
We got our health. We feel good. We got plenty of money, so we don't have to worry about that. We got a brand new puppy. We're walking. Our people are healthy. My mom's doing well. Your sisters are doing well. Who's got it better than us? She goes, Tom Brady. Just like that. <laughs> and we have fun with that. But you know what? He's going to be missed. Everybody ended up loving the guy. He did a complete. He's such a humble guy. Mm-hmm. He worried about stealing the thunder. And you know what? I think he wasn't going to announce till after the Super Bowl. Yeah. But it started to become like a snowball. So it's good he announced it. I want to give one of our ladies on the bar room. She said it first. I mm-hmm. didn't think it would happen. Kay, uh, uh, sleep expert, our mm-hmm. girl, mm-hmm. Uh, Karen. I think yeah. that's her name. She she told me he's going to retire. I go, no way, no way. Way and you know what? Good for him. And, and you know what? Like I said, his kids love going to the games, probably. But it's time to uh, concentrate on other things. All right. I'm not going to ask you if he's the greatest player of all time. I'm going to ask you, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady. <laughs> well, because we lived it, and we'll never see the likes of that again. I'm a Michael Jordan guy. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to ask me, uh, what what Jordan? has done, I mean, it's almost like if Jordan would have gone to the Wizards and won the NBA championship, mm-hmm. okay, at yeah. 40. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and won. That's it. That's the common denominator. He basically ended the question of Belichick or him. Mm-hmm. He basically took a team that uh, was going to flounder because they didn't have a quarterback that uh, could, uh, Jameis Winston or whoever you, that could stay away from turnovers. And uh, he built the franchise. So it's going to be interesting to see what Tampa Bay does now. Uh, if San Francisco is dumb enough mm-hmm. to get rid of Jimmy G, that should be his next stop. Uh, because I do know this. We've lived it uh, here in Chicago. Uh, going from one quarterback to the next quarterback to the next quarterback or to the next quarterback, that could end up being the thing that ends up happening. Now, I'm going to give everybody a stat. Okay, before they go, why wouldn't you want Trey Lance? Well, I didn't want Justin Field. I wanted Mitch for the fifth year. That didn't work out. Mm-hmm. As we're finding out now, as a sabotage job, along with Allen Robinson's career being sabotaged by one of the scumbags of all time, a man who never acted professionally as a coach, and a man who, who basically didn't know who was going to call the plays week to week, didn't know what plays they were going to call. I mean, this guy's about... You're about being a pro when you're a coach mm-hmm. at that level, and he wasn't. So it's going to be interesting, but I would say this. Mitch Trubisky was around 58 59% as a winner. Here's a stat for everybody that wants Trey Lance or anybody else in San Francisco. When Jimmy G doesn't start, they're 8-31. and 31. Good luck to you. He had a bad, he had a bad game in, the, in, in the, the conference final. Bad. He did some Mitch stuff even, overthrowing guys and stuff like that. But if you want to see stupidity, watch what happens. I'm still thinking he's coming back with San Francisco. They got as far as they could. I give the credit in the world to the Rams. They played a good game. I thought I thought all four coaches did not coach up to where you're supposed to be. I thought McVay was horrible with his challenges. I thought Shanahan, Debo Samuel only – didn't touch the ball for the last 12 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahomes stopped them in his tracks. Uh, so 
There was some bad coaching going on, especially with the first half of the play with Mahomes. So hopefully the coaching now will be up to par, and Joe Burrow is a stud. So I think we've covered everything pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. And Q has just joined us. And Q, you got a shout out from Mike North at the very top of the show saying congratulations. Yeah. Uh, we've given you and your Bengals a hard time here, yeah. but uh, respect all the way. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Good luck in the Super Bowl. You've got an early favorite for uh, this game, uh, the Super Bowl match? I'm riding the coolest guy since Dean Martin. <laughs> I'm going with Joe Burrow. Joe. I didn't know a guy that looked like I didn't know a pasty, normal-looking guy could just buy some accessories and look and look like a, a current rapper. You know, <laughs> I mean, God bless him, man. That guy is not afraid to be himself. I give him all the credit in the world. I'm riding Cincinnati I'm riding, because you know what? The Rams were lucky to be there. They were. They were lucky. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow's unbelievable. He is. He really is. And that Cincinnati Bengals team has surprised the heck out of me. You know what? They've broken the narrative about how to build a football team because their first-round draft pick, you know, everybody would have said, you need a, an offensive lineman to protect Burrow. You need a, they said, no, we want a receiver that is going to just slide up the scoreboard. We'll figure out a way to protect Burrow. They picked Jamar Chase. He's breaking records, and uh, they're in the Super Bowl. Pretty pretty impressive. Well, I think that the key is, too, that, you know, Burrow knows how to play the game even before it gets there. It's sort of eerie like, like Brady, Montana. Yeah. Uh, certain guys know how to play the game when they end up getting there. Uh, so that helped, number one. They weren't developing him like we hear about other quarterbacks. He's developed. He's a grown man who spent three years at Ohio State riding the bench. How you doing, Urban Meyer? And then decided to leave. But what I liked, and this is in a small way the way I like what the Bears have here in a way. I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm not saying it's not. They hired a coach that didn't want to be attached to Justin Fields. Because if you hire an offensive coach, he's attached automatically to Justin Field. Now, mm -hmm. he's a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. He's going to coach, and here's the thing I liked, and I heard my guy uh, from CKG, John Zaglud, say it. He's going to coach, and I had said it on AM1000, the whole, whole football team. Let other people call the plays. Mm -hmm. Let other people do that crap. I'm the coach. I'm not here to develop Justin Field. Mm -hmm. That's going to be up to the offensive coordinator. And if the offensive coordinator can't develop him, and there's a damn good chance that could happen, he'll be gone in two, three years. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing I am concerned about, is it came out, and I don't know if the Bears did this because they're just a stupid organization, but I sort of like the mystique of not knowing who was responsible for Flus, for Coach Eberflus or Eberflus. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Was it Polian? Was it McCaskey? <laughs> was it Ted? Was it Ryan Poles? Mm -hmm. Was it somebody else? Mm -hmm. Was it the the five people they chose to pick the finalists. The search committee. The search committee. And then I hear Paul say, when they asked him, well, who's the guy that brought in Eberflus? I'm glad he put his name on it. You're responsible. Ryan Paul said, I did. Good for you. Now, if he doesn't pan out, sayonara. Uh, because he apparently told the Bear Brass, you're making me look bad here. This whole process has been done backwards, and I don't sense 
after being a Bear fan for 60 years, Aldo? The get-along gang is always going to love whatever they do. Mm -hmm. But I don't sense the, wow, let's get them. In fact, even with Justin Field, there's reports some coaches said no. Who knows what Debo wanted to do? I don't know why Polian didn't pick Debo for us. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to Jim Harbaugh for Dan Pompey in the athletic. Yes, a fire on the Chicago Bears mm-hmm. for not bringing Harbaugh and for the get-along gang, who are Bear fans, to say they didn't want to pay that much. They paid Jay Cutler $118 million to go 500 and to go 0-1 in the playoffs and to go 1-11 for the Packers against the Packers. You don't want to pay Jim Harbaugh, which would change the whole face of this organization. McDaniel was my number one guy. He's taken the more established football team with Derek Carr. He's got a quarterback there. And I love what what the owner of the Raiders said. I saw what he did with every quarterback. He helped develop Brady. He helped develop. uh, He brought up Matt Castle. Look what he did with Matt Castle. Look what he did with Newton. Look what he did with this guy. He's got a record. Our guys, we don't know. We don't know. The last time I saw Eberflus coach, he was getting his ass kicked by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, the whole Harbaugh thing uh, has really divided Bears fans. Yeah. First, and Spirit says no thanks to a $100 million for a who, le- who leaves in adversity. <laughs> well, everybody does. Yeah, they, but it, you can't, you have to admit, though, that. Harbaugh has ruffled a lot of feathers everywhere he's gone. Uh, Greg Gabriel says, I wouldn't want him as my coach because he just brings too much drama. What do you think about stuff like that? Uh, Yeah, he brings some drama, but once he's got a five-year deal, you're right. You know what? I am surprised. Okay, I want to see what the take is if he signs with Minnesota. And -hmm. that's going to happen. He's going for an interview tomorrow. With all due respect to Coach Gabriel, and anybody else, Jim Harbaugh's pedigree. Pedigree. So, you know what? Sometimes you have to put up with drama. Mike Ditka, there was drama every day. Mm-hmm. We went to the Super Bowl. So if you can't handle the drama of sometimes, maybe you're not that type of coach for him. But, that, but, but Michigan won with drama. Mm-hmm. They got to the Final Four this year with drama. Because, <laughs> you know, they were, they were asking him all the time. So the proof's in the pudding. Oh, is, does he cause drama yet? Does he win? Yeah. And I think now I think he's like almost Brian Kelly. Let me get me out of Notre Dame. I'm never going to win. So he goes to LSU. Okay. Mm-hmm. Arbaugh's going. I've already done the college thing. I'm doing it again. Now get me over here. And by the way, you know what? If I was owner of the Bears and I was, uh, however, Virginia McCaskey is, take a couple percentage points of the ownership. Pay it this much. They're so cheap. I ran into two guys walking their dogs today. Sounds like a joke. They're so cheap. How cheap are they? <laughs> Ron and Steve, we're walking our dogs today. We're all in our 60s. We all we all know about the bears. We know about the hierarchy. It's been 40 years with the same group. <laughs> Ron goes to me. Do you believe they're not going to tell anybody how much money they make? It's the Chicago Bears. We pay the salaries. We and then the other guy goes, that's because they're too cheap. Period. 
I think that's what it is, huh? I goes, you guys wouldn't have a, lo- a long-running show because you basically knotted everything up by saying that because you should be, if you bring in a guy, that's why they were never going to get, you're going to use, you're going to go along with bare ownership saying it's too much money. They're worth $2 billion. Yeah, easily. Without a stadium. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and you're feeling sorry for $10 bucks <laughs> a year? Uh, Have you folks ever been in business? <laughs> My God, what are they doing? So the waiters at Gibson's make six figures. <laughs> Come on. Yep. You're worried about Virginia McCaskey? Let, let me tell you something. She gets a free pass. Yeah. And she shouldn't. Because you know what? I've been firing on her. I fired on her in the 80s. She wasn't 90 in her 90s then. She was young. <laughs> and she still knows what she's doing. And Jerry Reinsdorf has been taking heat since the day he bought the White Sox and the Bulls. But she doesn't? I'm sorry. Double standard doesn't work with me. There you go. Okay. Interesting. Now, uh, besides Harbaugh, you really liked Harbaugh? I wanted Josh McDaniel, Harbaugh, and then Jim Caldwell. I wanted him as the third guy. I figured, what the hell? But Mm -hmm. then it came out about his running attack and also what hurt him. He had Peyton Manning and Matthew Stafford yeah. as his quarterbacks. So, and he had a two and 14 year. So I think that hurt him. Mm-hmm. I think people put out misinformation on him. Absolutely. Saying he wasn't interested in the Raiders job and all this. So he had to come out and say he was. So I think that's dirty pool. I saw. That. Um, so those were the guys I wanted. It looks like you know, if Harbaugh signs with Minnesota, that's a problem for the Bears. Yeah. That's a problem as far as PR, as far as the whole ball of wax, because they said they were going to hire a, co- a head coach with experience and a GM with experience. What mm-hmm. happened? What happened? I saw the picture of the two of them today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a flashback from 86, Dave Ennett and uh, Colin Powell. I mean, my God. <laughs> or Jeremy Schaap. They look like, I mean, I mean, God bless them. I looked like, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> But all kidding aside, right? Oh. Well, we're going to find out, but we have no idea what they're going to do. But you saw what the Bengals did, and I had no idea what they were going to do. So I wish, I would, I wish Ryan Poles and 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 and, and Eberflus nothing but the best, because mm-hmm. if they start losing, and and I think I don't know how you felt about this, Aldo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't sense excitement about the Fields. I know they kept him around. I didn't sense hundred percent commit commitment from those two. I didn't. Did you, Mike? You're absolutely right. In fact, I pulled this portion of the press conference because every time oh, they were God. asked about Justin Fields, there were very short responses. Oh. This is Ryan Poles being asked about Justin Fields. I'm excited, you know, to have Justin and to to put him in a position to succeed and, and get players in the building that are going to help amplify his ability. Are you are you ready to run through a wall? Well, you know I love everybody at the bar room. Yes, you I know. know the bar room has been huge for me and for you. And thank you. Yes, we have four types of fans at the bar room. Okay, okay, and they look at things differently. Mm-hmm. We have the ball washer. Okay, <laughs> where if you go, you know Trubisky had a better winning percentage. Then this guy, why why are you always negative? Why can't you just go along and see what happens? Don't debate anybody on that, okay? Okay. You're the get-along game. 
Number two. So you have the ball washing fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, the meatball bear fan. Okay. <laughs> Fields is going to be good. Fields is going to be good. Why? Because he's going to be good. But they'll get mad. They'll get mad if, uh, you know, if there's a penalty or something like that. So they go with the, the, the crowd. Then there's the, the astute bear fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the unhinged bear fan, which I've been both. Okay. <laughs> That's me combined. We've been here. We have been here too long to be part of the get along gang mm-hmm. with the same ownership. Mm-hmm. That fired Jerry Venisi, who was thirty nine and nine, mm-hmm. and four and two in the playoffs, mm-hmm. to hire Michael McCaskey. Mm-hmm. So they're cheap. They've done. They've underperformed as far as the coaching searches, but you don't know. I'm going to give this guy every chance in the book, but I don't think, you know, after Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, the sense I said on social media for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think people were jacked up about this as much as they were naggy in pace, mm-hmm. you know? So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Factors asked this question a couple of times, so I want to squeeze yeah. it in here. It says, what can Justin Fields do next year as far as touchdowns slash interceptions and win uh, and wins for Mike North to get off of uh, Fields' back? Uh, don't turn the ball over 16 times in 11 games. Keep the ball. Uh, what I would do, now you folks are going to think I'm out of my mind. I know you do anyway. God bless you all. <laughs> but I'm going to do something that is going to be radical. See, I've always been the guy that says, if you're going to beat somebody, don't play their game. Don't play their game. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody went to college. I was a high school dropout. I had to figure out another way to play the game. Okay? To get in. If you play the same game as everybody else is playing, you're going to lose because Justin Field will never be Mahomes, Brady. Mitch was never going to be this. Mm-hmm. None of those guys. Joe Burrow, he'll never be him. Joe Burrow didn't have a line this year. And he got sick nine times. He's a special guy. Nothing against Justin Field. I don't think he'll be one of those guys. Because, number one, tell me the running quarterbacks that really – Mahomes is 1-1. Do you know what the over-under – for him at the Westgate, I believe, is right now to win Super Bowls. You could put a bet in right now. One and a half. Really? That's it? That's it. For, for a quarterback that's only about 24, 25 years old? 26. He's 1-1. <laughs> okay. Uh, they've been there every year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they haven't gotten it done. I was shocked by that. I don't know if that's going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder if it's because Andy Reid is approaching retirement age or, you know, I, I think he's over 65 now, but he, he's not going to be around for 10 years. So maybe that has something to do with the 1.5. Yeah, that could be. But here's the thing. It's hard to win a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers only has one. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only so many Tom Brady's, Bradshaw, Montana. Bottom line is, I think everybody would probably say, I think he can win one more. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's at minus something and another minus two fifty. It's it's very tough to bet that, you know, no matter what. And it's a futures bet down the line. It's there, you know, it's just there. But besides Mahomes and Steve Young, all your quarterbacks for the most part, and maybe I'm missing somebody else, were pocket passers. Mm-hmm. All of them. Randall Cunningham never won a Super Bowl. Fran Tarkenton never won a Super Bowl. Got you there, okay. Steve mm-hmm. Young won one. 
Russell Wilson, I think you could call him somewhat at that time a runner. He won one. Josh Allen's won none. RG3's gone. Michael Vick didn't win anything. Mm-hmm. All these great running quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying, Eldo? Sure. Haven't won all that much. It's Brady, Bradshaw, Montana, who could run if he wanted to, but he never did a whole lot of that. Sims, McMahon, they're all pocket quarterbacks. And now Burrow and, and, and Stafford. Mm-hmm. The Bears have a running quarterback. He's susceptible. Oh, your mic went off again, Mike. Your your microphone. When you hit the table, something something happened there. There we go. Yep. <clears throat> um, they're all susceptible to injury. It hasn't worked out for the running quarterback. I don't think Justin Fields is going to break that streak. There's only a couple guys, like I said. Steve Young was one of them. Russell Wilson, I guess you could say. But I think of him more as a pocket passer, too. So that's something that I think Ryan Poles and, and and the coach are thinking. You know, I don't think they were 100% in. That was very that was a very telling answer by him. The excitement level, I'd say, was a six and a half, seven. Out of yeah, yeah I, if that. Um, Chris Fields and others are, are challenging you, saying that Justin Fields really isn't a running quarterback. He just needs a better system and coaching. Now, Fields has said that he wants to be a pocket passer. He wants to stay in the pocket and only run on design plays uh, or when he is forced out of the pocket and can't find an open receiver, which is a great skill to have. But he's not a running quarterback like a Lamar Jackson from the Ravens. Yet his best play was on the run this year. His most glare, beautiful play was running. You pick me out five wow moments from Justin Field passing the football. Mm-hmm. Now, can he get better? Yeah. Here's what I'd like to see him do, Elba. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. <laughs> There's one way Justin Fields could get us to the playoffs. Are you ready? Yep. The wishbone. You said that before. <laughs> Why bring back the wishbone? <laughs> because the Milwaukee Bucks said we're not going to be Golden State shooting threes with them. Mm-hmm. We got to play a different game. Let's get some team-oriented guys like Chris Middleton, Conroy, some of these other guys, and one stud, mm-hmm. the Greek freak, and play him inside most of the time. So they beat Golden State in a different game. Let me ask you something. Army, Navy, and Air Force always have winning records, and they beat some pretty good teams. You know what they do? They pass like five times. Justin Field under center to have the option of either running himself, faking a pitch here, handing off there, maybe rolling, throwing, maybe pitching this way, having all these options while you have a tight end and a wide receiver. I think we got to have at least a, a wishbone package. I'm not joking. Would you Would you entertain a wishbone package? Oh, absolutely. I, I would entertain any yeah. anything that yeah, help them. will surprise the defense. I mean, in today's NFL, you have to have schemes on both sides of the ball that are going to confuse your opponent because the game has become so sophisticated. I'd call Barry Switzer up. I'd have him come in for two months, have the coaching staff do a breakdown, of the wishbone. Okay. The problem with Switzer, and this is what would help Fields, is Fields can pass. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks that Switzer had, they were always working on the wishbone and 
who was going to run the ball. But they, they were no non I think Fields could do both. Mm-hmm. I like him in a wishbone package before people think I'm nuts. Believe me, I watch the service academies. Their linemen are like 220 pounds, and they give these teams games because mm-hmm. they don't know how many def- how many NFL teams would know how to defend against the wishbone. None. That's all. Just put the package in and see how it works out. I remember telling Ron Turner, Jesse Rogers reminds me of this. I told Ron Turner, you got some players. You should go through the Wildcat. He goes, I don't think we'll ever do the Wildcat. Two weeks later, they were doing the Wildcat. <laughs> so, so I'm just saying, don't dismiss anything to help Justin Fields out. Because if you have a running quarterback like him, and then I'd have the fullback be Nall. He'd be the guy right behind mm-hmm. Fields. And then I'd have Montgomery and Herbert mm-hmm. of the guys we have now. I'm just saying. How's it working otherwise? Did you consider applying for the offensive coordinator job? <laughs> I want him to win. I want Justin Field to do well. <clears throat> look at look at look here. I'm gonna give everybody I wrote some things down today. Elvis mm-hmm. come here he goes from Aaron for the show again. <laughs> I'm not always right. I'm, I'm wrong. I wrote the things I've been wrong about. Oh, wow. How long is that list? <laughs> I was absolutely, well, I wrote down for the sake of, of the show seven, eight things that were pertinent. I was wrong about some draft picks. Mm-hmm. Cade McNown, absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're damn right it would be more effective than the Wildcat. Try to stop four different runners that could run the football. Mm-hmm. Right. In today's NFL. Yeah, well, they figured Mahomes out, Chris. They've, they're taking away the deep ball from Mahomes, and now he's got to throw underneath, or, or they're covering them with two deep safeties. You're going to figure out everything. But you know what? I don't know how you figure out something when you only play a team that does it once a year. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. Okay. Uh, Kate now. I remember him. Seniors. I was wrong about Lovey. I was wrong about Lovey. Which means I was wrong about Jerry Angelo. Okay? Mm-hmm. I was wrong about Rex Grossman, like everybody, because you don't need a great quarterback, apparently, to get to the Super Bowl. He did. And I was wrong about Allen Robinson until this year when the coaching staff uh, said, You're a veteran. You're a piece of crap. You were more for Trubisky. We know it. We're gonna we're not gonna we're gonna give you the cold shoulder. That's what exactly I think happened. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the things I you think I was right about? I remember Rashawn Salam. Remember him? No. Dave Wanstead, Jay Cutler, Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, Curtis Conway. Remember Curtis Conway? Oh, yeah. Seven pick, and he goes, I've never played receiver before except for one year. This is going to be great. <laughs> he was not accustomed to the cold weather either. Remember he said, it's freezing here. I go, we're dead. Phil Emmer. <laughs> so I've been wrong. About a lot of things, but believe me when I tell you this, okay? I don't think we'd be wrong to put in a package where you can help your quarterback because I don't know if his accuracy is going to be questioned too. I mean, they're questioning Jimmy G. And legitimately so busy. That's what Justin's going to have to do. But Justin Fields is going to need a better line. And, and that's why I like this new coach in a way because he's going to be concentrating on off bases of the game where we had an egomaniac that just wanted to call plays and forgot what he was there for. Hmm. People want to know your uh, opinions on Matt Eberflus, the new head coach. And this is a a short clip of him explaining what his hits, H-I-T-T-S, 
uh, formula is for winning football games. Hustle, intensity, taking care of the football, taking it away, and being smart situational players. Those will be the foundational pieces that we can measure, and I'm excited about getting to work with the coaches, okay? Once we get our coaching staff in here and developing that with the coaches, okay, and also developing it with the players. You impress you at all? They said uh, today that that's almost the exact speech Joe Judge when he was hired by the Giants and Joe Judge is gone. They said because mm -hmm. they worked together, I guess, or knew each other. That the speech, I, look, I have nothing against his philosophy. Good. I'm more of the mm -hmm. Ditka cleaning out the locker type. None of you will be here when we win the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's given yeah. a starting job. I heard Justin Fields say yesterday it will be fun to be the starter. I don't think anybody on this bare football team from quarterback to, to linebackers, to anybody else, should be given the job. But, yes, they should be given special consideration over everybody else if they're a Rokon Smith or a Justin Fields. But Justin Fields now, and this happened to Cutler, this is where I'll support Jay Cutler a little bit, had three, four coordinators in his career with the Bears, mm -hmm. where Fields already will now be going through his second and really his third because the Ohio State year, the senior, you know, his last year was under a different coordinator too. So, uh, let's hope they stabilize that. Um, I'm being asked in the chat room to remind you that uh, Justin Fields had one of the best uh, deep ball accuracy percentages in the NFL. Fields has thrown deep on 11 of his 72 attempts this season, 15%, which is the highest rate in the NFL. By comparison, Dalton attempted 10 zero deep passes in 50, 50 attempts. That was not at the end of the season where I read that report. I never said that. I, we'd have a problem with the deep ball with him. Mm -hmm. um, I will say this, he had, uh, for games played, the most turnovers. Uh, he had a 25 rating. He was 2-8 and eight as a starter. I mean, you can play with stats all you want. I never, I'm glad he hits the deep ball. I want him to hit every pass. So, so you know what, he's got a lot of work to do. Uh, according to this gentleman, he must be a complete, uh, complete product. Now, I don't like to hear we're developing a guy that's going to be our starter. I think it's going to be a lean couple years. Not just because of him, but because of the whole football team in general. But you never know. Surprise us, like we always say, Aldo. Mm -hmm. Until somebody surprises me, I've been I've been playing with winning hands. When when it's okay to criticize the Chicago Bears, folks, it is. It is. But it's mostly about the hierarchy, not about. And I've said this about the McCaskies and about Ted Phillips and the hierarchy that's been there. Ace, Nagy, and everything else. The players, I mean, we had players that weren't developed. We had a quarterback that didn't play one, I think he played two snaps in the preseason, who was in his second or third year. I mean, they did not develop players on that team, so hopefully this guy will do that. He seems to have a better, how would you say it, uh, Eldo, structure mm -hmm. than Nagy did. Yeah. Oh, they just call him the place. Nah, I'll call him this week. Nobody else who's going to call the plays this week. It just got to be comical. Um, everybody knows that you were not Jay Cutler's uh, <laughs> big fan. Oh, no. no, I didn't mind him. No. <laughs> Who do you think is going to have a better NFL career, Justin Fields or Jay Cutler? Oh, Jay Cutler. If Jay Cutler would, I'd take him now. I'd take him over Fields. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, Jay Cutler just, uh, according to um, uh, some, wasn't the the ultimate competitor. But uh, if you're asking me, and I'm not a Jay Cutler fan, just just for hope 
but Cutler would get killed with this team. You had to have players around Cutler. And and that's what makes here, I'm gonna give everybody an example. Um the third receiver on the Bengals. Mm -hmm. The Bears first receiver is not as good as mm -hmm. okay. So that's where we gotta go. That's where we're at, folks. Mm. Okay, that's where we're at. Um that was one of the most uh what uh, one of the bright spots of yesterday's press conference with Ibraflus and, and Pose, they talked about getting the quarterback, Justin Fields, all of the weapons, offensive weapons, and really improving this offensive line. Both of these guys, the GM and the and the coach, really appreciate and respect winning the line of scrimmage. And so yes. they're able to get Fields offensive uh, protection and get some weapons for him. His, his ceiling could, could really uh, shoot out of the... He could explode, but if they don't, he could be a casualty. I mean, we don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what? Off the first year, I'm not hopeful. But you know what? Off this, this year, who knows what happens? Trubisky took a tremendous step in his second year. So, so uh, you know, he had a 95 rating. To a, uh, 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 twice as many touchdowns as interceptions. Uh, just had a great year. Kept the ball. I think the biggest thing with Justin Fields is to work on his turnovers. That's mm -hmm. it. If he mm -hmm. doesn't turn over the football, look at Matthew Stafford. He's playing almost error-free football. He played uh, the week before, didn't throw an interception. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's known for throwing the ball up there. You know? So... Well, that's a uh, an interesting debate, Cutler or uh, or uh, our quarterback Justin Fields. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that in the future. Well, as no, the, I think you better hope Fields has the stats of Trubisky. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's going to be a, a. I think if Fields has Trubisky stats, see, see, don't forget, folks. The Bears, the folks that are covering the Bears, mm -hmm. no longer work for the papers. Don't ever forget this. There's people that I know personally that have been covering the Bears for two decades. Mm -hmm. Okay? More than one. The Sun-Times, the Tribune, Leacher Report, players, the Athletic, they could be gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If you alienate the Bears as a writer and you get taken off that Bear beat, your chances of surviving at the newspaper now are not good. And back in the day, Baseball used to do this. They switch writers mm -hmm. halfway through the season because they didn't want the writers to get cozy with the teams. And mm -hmm. there were times they took bare people off. Here's what we're missing right now. Hard-hitting columnists that will take the Bears to task. And we're missing objectivity. And we're getting stories like the Trubisky and Robinson run-ins. <laughs> long after they're over because if they come out they'll be they'll be let go the bears will complain and they'll be let go by their newspaper pure and simple they work for the bears not for who the, who they get paid by the brotherhood of sports says bad coaching doesn't make a guy fumble uh I, i'm sure he's referencing the fumbles that justin uh fields had but i i will counter this Bad coaching can cause fumbling because it's the play calling. If you've got an offensive line, not, yeah, exactly. If you've got an offensive line that is not performing well, you've got to alter the play calling to ensure that your quarterback is not back there 
you know, uh, running for his life and exposing the ball. You got a young quarterback. There are things that Matt Nagy could have done, both when Trubisky was here and Justin Fields was a quarterback that he could have put them in a better position to succeed. And that also means protecting the football. I agree. But, but you know what? It doesn't matter at the end of the day because Jameis Winston, for instance, for Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. was unbelievable as far as offensive football. Mm-hmm. But he led the league in turnovers every year. That's right. Bye bye. <laughs> right. If you're Dave Craig, I think the one guy that fumbled a lot was Warren Moon, and he survived because he was so damn good. Mm-hmm. Dave Craig was a second stringer because he fumbled too much. And mm-hmm. then he'd get his opportunities to play, whether it was with the Bears or something. And I like Dave Craig. Not a bad player, but he couldn't hold on to the football. Jameis Winston is an offensive talent, but he can't hold on to the football. And Justin's got to get better at that, better Mm -hmm. at accuracy, Mm -hmm. and we'll see what happens. But you're right. I mean, anybody that thinks that when a quarterback says hike and turns around the pass and a guy hits him because somebody let him in, some very good people fumble footballs that are good at holding on to them. But that being said, some of Justin's were self-inducing. Don't forget the amazing thing about Justin Fields was he recovered half the time, he, half the fumbles he caught, he, he did. If he doesn't recover this, them, it's even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to let people know, uh, because there's already draft questions in the chat room, yeah. that Danny uh, Shimon and Neil Stopchinski are two draft analysts yeah. here. Their show, uh, Draft on Tap, returns on th- a Thursday, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday. Now, this Wednesday night, we are going to have some reports from the Senior Bowl from people who are there. So you'll want to turn tune into that if you're a, a draft neek, as they say. Uh, a, a lot of people what love talking about it. We don't have no first pick, right? We don't have a first rounder. That is correct. We've got a second rounder, a uh, third rounder, a fourth. Hey, that's, where and, yeah. that's where your GMs make their hay, the late picks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what, but you gotta you gotta hit on some of your first picks, and you know what? At the end of the day, you know what? It's good that we put this stuff behind us. We see what happens with this team. I got sort of an upbeat attitude about this new staff, although. I know what it's like to be disregarded, so I'm not going to disregard these guys. But when it comes to hiring, should the Chicago Bears be developing a GM and a coach, or should they be there already? It's almost like you're you're just got out of law school. Let's take you to the Supreme Court, my friend. <laughs> so, so that's the thing that people are worried about. With Harbaugh, you got a pattern. With McDaniel. You know, you had he said today, I gotta learn to work with I had to learn to work with people better. So, you know, these are inexperienced guys that are gonna find out quick. And 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 the media in this town, they'll be given a pass for a while. But you know what? The fans never give a pass. We're expecting good things, hopefully some surprises. And I agree with you totally. It, it is weird that the Bears seem to rely on new GMs and new coaches. It's like, all right, you can train on the job, you know, and, and that's worrisome for you me. You know what now. they never stay on an airplane? Mm-hmm. Let's say you and I are going somewhere, Aldo. Okay. And boy, do we need to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. <laughs> Just want to say this is my first flight and uh, a little nervous, but I feel good. I just got out of uh, school, so we're going to be flying about. Uh, I'm I'm getting off. <laughs> Give me a parachute. I'm yeah. out of here. No, before we take off, you make that announcement. 
We're fighting. We're getting off the cliff. You know? I mean, that's, that's what I say about, you know, I mean, that's just, that's just put yourself in a situation. Hey, you're up for murder? I got the stuttering lawyer from my cousin Vinny, sir. <laughs> So, I'm getting better. So, you know, uh, all I know is if your life was on the line, mm -hmm. we got a guy that just became a fireman yesterday, but we also got a 30-year veteran. Which one do you want to go with to save your ass in this fight? You're going with the 30-year veteran no matter what. If you die, you die. But the guy, it's his first fire. Hey, whoa. Mm -hmm. So that's the way I feel right now. Nobody knows. Sometimes the first Fire, the fireman this first year becomes a hero. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Mike, you referenced uh, Josh McDaniel and what he said about yeah. his mistakes in the past. I saw that part of the press conference. I was so impressed. I wanted to play it for everybody because this this guy, it, it was somebody that was – I didn't want him to be coach of the Chicago Bears because of the mistakes <laughs> that he's made. But when I heard this, I said, maybe this guy has matured. When I went to Denver, um, you know, I, I, I knew a little bit of football. Um I didn't, I didn't really know people uh, and how important that aspect um, of, of this process and maintaining the culture and building the team uh, was. And, um, and, I, and I failed, and I didn't, you know, I didn't succeed at it. That is a man there who admits his mistakes. Yeah, and uh, you know what? It's not that he didn't try, but you come from New England. I like what uh, uh, Davis said. The owner about him. Mm -hmm. uh, every quarterback that's come through there, Josh McDaniels developed. I, I mean, he even looked made Cam Newton look good for a while. So, mm -hmm. um, and he's the guy that designed uh, the offense that week. They only passed three times. I mean, I just love the guy. He goes to the strength of the quarterback. Uh, as far as the uh, new offensive coordinator, if you're excited about being uh, the getting the deputy offensive coordinator. Of Aaron Rodgers, mm -hmm. uh, I would say this: He wasn't the second in command; he was third. It was Aaron Rodgers, Lafleur. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm excited. Look, let's let's get a whole different look because this guy Nagy wound everybody that had a good opportunity. And mm -hmm. in fact, we got rid of a pretty good quarterback, as we're finding out now. You know, the narrative I just said about the 20 year journalists mm -hmm. that he was a bust. That was perpetuated by the Bears. and He wasn't. I kept asking Elder every week, why is he a bust? Nobody really ever gave me a full answer. But we're going to find out where Mitch goes. I'm anxious to see. Because what happens if he stays a second-string quarterback? Could I have been that wrong? We'll find out. But there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. Keep in mind, Dayball took a job with Davey, with that Danny Dimes guy. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> So there's a lot of guys that are, I mean, he's going on from Josh Allen. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I know in this day and age, we're not supposed to make fun of the way people look, but oh my gosh, <laughs> please, please, somebody help this man. <laughs> Come on, please. He's got way too much money to sport that haircut. I mean, what's going on there, Mike? Well, <laughs> He had the captain kangaroo cut. Uh, <laughs> That's right. You remember, you remember, you remember Bob? Ke this guy could be the next captain kangaroo. <laughs> Aldo, 
Aldo, if you could put a cap, a picture of Captain Ken Blue for <laughs> youngsters out there that thinks that children's television began in the 90s. No, began with the electric company. No, Sesame Street. No, we were raised on men of ilk, okay? A Captain Kangaroo, a Bozo the Clown, if you will. So Bob Keeshan was the guy. You got a little Bob Keeshan for me, Elvis? Yeah, coming right up here. <laughs> this is so Ladies funny. and gentlemen, may I introduce to you the there new owner one. of the Raiders. <laughs> There you go. There you go. I'm sorry. We gotta make a, we gotta make a 20 second cut of that today, Aldo. You, you got Aldo, it. I'm sorry. I know you got things to do. I know you got bills to pay. You gotta you gotta put a cut out of the, of this segment right here. You got can it. You, can you see one more picture between these two fine gentlemen, please? I don't know. That's it. It's like father and son, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the Raiders fans are going to get hey, us. Folks, I know you get aggravated me at times, but this is this is entertainment. <laughs> oh, that is so pretty upbeat. I mean, you know what? I'm not going <laughs> to. It's a bullet. So, with a mullet. Didn't you carry have a haircut like that in Dumb and Dumb? And? Yes, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Mike, there were a few other things I wanted to talk about before uh, we get out of here. We talked about Tom Brady and his legacy, outstanding. Now, I wanted to ask you about the Chicago Blackhawks. They have asked Marion Hosa, Patrick Sharp, and Eddie Olchek to help them with their search for a new general manager. Good idea or bad idea? I think it's good. I don't have a problem with that, you know. Don't get opinions. I think it's good. I think it's good to get opinions. You know? Mm -hmm. um, I think that Eddie knows his stuff. And, uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. I think they probably know more than the damn general manager knows. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I, I, have no, I have no issue with that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I think that those guys are pretty knowledgeable. So we'll see what happens. But the Blackhawk thing... You know, I since that 2010 deal, I, I haven't been really following them all that much, to be honest with you. Yeah, it is tough uh, to kind of forgive them this quickly yeah. for that, that terrible transgression. I haven't, I haven't been paying that much attention. I know some of those guys were there too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Patrick Sharp was yeah. and Marion Hulson. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. So, um, I, so I wanted to ask you about that. What are your thoughts about, about the Chicago Bulls? I know uh, the injuries have really hit that team hard. Uh, do you th still think they could make a, a, a deep run into the playoffs? I love the Bulls. I like watching them. They're entertaining. Mm -hmm. uh, the Rosen is a, a solid pro. He's helped Levine tremendously. Vuk, everybody was worried about his early, early season slump. The, man's, the man comes to play every night. He gets he frustrated sometimes. I love mm -hmm. that. Uh, they do have injuries, but Jokic, I mean, I'm watching this guy in Denver for Christ's sake. He's mm -hmm. lost his, uh, he's lost his two main wingmen and he's kicking everybody's ass all over the court. Amazing. Um, so, so injuries are part of it. I do have a problem. Embiid is the MVP, uh, candidate, leading candidate right now. He sat out last night for uh, Morant in, mm -hmm. in Memphis and, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, uh, Philly won without him, um, from what I understand. If I got it right. And and I also have a problem with LeBron the other night uh, sitting out against, uh, I, I forget who they were playing, uh, but he decided to sit out against a real good team. I think these guys should be 
playing in the primetime games and sitting out against the Oklahoma cities, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that's a problem. I really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the whole load management thing in the NBA. Oh. Now he's got some bad knees, LeBron. So maybe it makes sense uh, to give him some rest and stuff. But yeah, the whole load management thing is something that I'm not a big fan of. I'll tell you what, if LeBron's got bad knees, we all want bad knees like that. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. The guy's a monster. My God. And now you can't breathe on these guys. See, he's never this good in the mm -hmm. 80s and 90s. He's still great, but mm -hmm. he's getting batted around like a pinata. <laughs> Jordan oh. got thrown in the stands. So did so did Rambus. They threw mm -hmm. guys in the stands. Mm -hmm. There were fights in the stands. Derek Harper, you know, um, our test. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. There was a whole different. That was Dodge City. That was Frontier. <laughs> That's right. Okay? Yeah. That was Chicago at 2 in the morning. <laughs> that was my house at 2 o'clock in the morning. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that. I think LeBron would have had a his crybaby stuff and his flopping. Mm -hmm. Lambert would have sent him into the next hemisphere. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, Rodman, mm -hmm. all those guys. You are allowed Michael Jordan. All you have to do is watch a two-minute tape of how Detroit played against him. Some mm -hmm. of the cheapest shots you'll ever see a superstar take. He got absolutely mangled. Worse than any superstar outside of the old quarterbacks like Johnny Unitas and White Tittle. Yeah. I mean, he got mangled he really by, did. By, by the Knicks, by the Pistons, and never said a word. Mm -hmm. Never said a word. Class never act. Yep. Class. Never said a word. Uh, those of you who are asking about, hey, where was Mike uh, a couple of weeks ago and so forth, the show now is not a weekly show. We're uh, just uh, selecting certain dates where we've got – But if you still need your Mike North dosage, uh, you can catch Mike every Friday on uh, ESPN 1000. Also, to mention some of the other special times because you – Four and one, baby. Four and one this week. The I saw come that. Merkin and, uh, and, and our guy – uh, uh, my Carmen. guy, Carmen DeFalco. How, how can I forget Carmen? He's a class act, too. Um, Yurko on the bonus pick on Friday, outstanding. And I mean, so you make a hit on the Carmen and Yurko show, uh, Friday at 12, right? 1148. 1148. Yeah, believe me, it's all it's the only, only time you'll ever need if you want to win. I had Stafford last week. Yeah. How about this? You pay 215 if you lose on a hundred dollar bet. But it was so easy. Most yards passing, Stafford or Garoppolo? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? I still don't know how Debo Samuel never touches the ball with the last 12 minutes left. Mm -hmm. Got a little yeah. – Shannon had, had a little naggy in him yeah. in that game. Had a little I, naggy in him. Well, you know, it doesn't happen all the time where coaches just forget to wow. give the ball to their special ball carriers and to not yeah. take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands when you knew he was starting to falter was just ridiculous. I, I don't understand that. I'm going to um, explain this to everybody real quick, okay? You bet. Look at this guy. While, while you do that, I'm going to let people know because I'm being asked about the Bear Special on Wednesday oh, yeah. night. I am hosting a show called BS Bear Special. Uh, and so we'll talk about all the latest stuff at Hallis Hall. Plus, we'll have some very, very special guests. What is that, Mike? Well, tell me we're what the. So <laughs> I love it. This is Fields. <laughs> right behind Fields is Ryan Nall. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. You can pitch it out. You can run to the right. You can hand it up the middle. 
Roll the wishbone, ladies and gentlemen. We're bringing back the wishbone for Chicago football. What about the T formation? Would would you like to see more of that? Nagy ran it a couple times. It sucks. We only won about eight titles with that. (laughs) Look, I love the T formation. I mean, it was great. But see, now you got to, everybody wants to pass with Mahomes and Rodgers and Brady and everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't. You know what? It's like me. Look, look, I'm going to give you the best analogy. I'm, I was voted king of analogies back in 79 uh, <laughs> by my summer school class. Um, <laughs> no, it's like me opening Mike's Steakhouse, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. A five-seat joint across from Gibson's, okay? <laughs> the best steakhouse in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to go fast food or something. You have to do something different. If you try to copy Gibson's, you will be out of business in six months. Period. That's all. <laughs> Uh, good analogy. Right. Uh, people are begging for a pick. You got anything for them tonight, or should they? Bengals, uh, baby. Bengals, but we got two weeks, right? Bengals. Mm-hmm. I'm doing everything Bengals. I'm all, I had last week the Bengals. I had Frisco the week before with the money line. Thank God. I did take the Rams, minus three and a half. That was a loser, but the Stafford bet was great, too. So everything's working out. I didn't really, uh, you know what? Watch my Twitter handle up north to north. I'll give everybody something tonight. There you go at North. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll tag it at Bears at the bar room. There you go. And this program will be on the audio podcast. I've been asked about that in the chat room. And that's it for today. Hey, Mike, by the way, I'm going to yeah. just say this right now. Mm-hmm. Don't push me, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something? If I, I on Spotify. You know that, right? Yeah. If I wanted to. <laughs> To hear two hyenas, <laughs> I would just play a a Neil Young album. Believe me, with Joni Mitchell. My God, I, you know what? I, I I know Eldo around the Humble Park area. Neil Young was huge. <laughs> oh boy, is that great? That is Spotify. great. Uh, billion dollars. <laughs> Don't push me, Spotify. Don't By the way, me. this this show is on Spotify. It will be up in about 15, 20 minutes. So. Uh, so if they've got a problem with you, my, it's at North to North. They have a problem with me. I'll be stunned that they even know who I am, but I'll be there. Right. Uh, tonight, it's Dan and Aldo Bear Their Souls. We're going to have a very special three-hour show talking all sorts of great stuff regarding the Chicago Bears, the media reaction to it, and blah, blah, blah. And then tomorrow, uh, we've got more football. We've got a Bear special, as I mentioned earlier, called BS. And that's it for now. Mike North, you're the best, brother. You too. Take care, everybody. See you, Aldo. Bye-bye. Wait, wait a minute. My old, oh, there it is. Bye-bye.